Hello and welcome to episode two of the Profitable Digital Google Ads podcast. Um, I'm your host, Joe Shrimpton, and thank you for joining me. Um, This episode, um, we're going to be covering... um, everything to do with conversion tracking. Now, this may seem counterintuitive, um, but I want to start my practical guide to Google Ads at the end rather than at the beginning. I I mentioned in the last episode that when we're thinking about Google Ads campaigns, um, we should look at the potential customer's path holistically from the search that they carry out to the ad that they see, to the page that they land on, and lastly, to the action that you want them to take on on, on that page. Now, that action is what we call a conversion, um, and it might be filling in a form, calling a phone number, or making a purchase. Um, And the conversion is the ultimate goal of the Google Ads campaign, and that is the whole point of them. And so it's extremely important that you decide what actions you want to track as conversions, and that you sort out your conversion tracking all at the beginning. Um, So it's a a great place to start. Um, Because without conversion tracking, you won't be able to judge the performance of your campaigns and what return you're getting from your ad spend. Um, So in my job as a Google Ads uh, ads manager, I see a lot of um, Google Ads accounts and I audit a lot of Google Ads accounts. I offer a free um, account audit, which um, you can uh, find out more about on the website, profitable.digital. And the first thing I do when I carry out an audit, the first thing I do when I uh, see a a new account is I I go straight to the conversion tracking and have a look and see if that's been um, that's been set up correctly. What actions are being tracked as conversions and is everything set up correctly? Because if it's not, it affects absolutely everything else. Um, So the first question is, what is being tracked as a conversion? Um, And uh, this brings up the fact that, that, you know, not all conversions are equal. Some are much more valuable to a business than others. And I categorise conversions into hard conversions and soft conversions. Um, So hard conversions are are truly meaningful and truly valuable actions. Um, In lead generation campaigns, these are are, are inquiries um, that people make either by phone, by email, by submitting a form, or maybe submitting details through through a chatbot. And in e-commerce campaigns, hard conversions are purchases. Now, there is, you know, in an e-commerce campaign, there could be some value in uh, getting the details of a potential customer and getting them into a mailing list and then nurturing them through to um, uh, till they're ready to convert. But realistically, um, that's a secondary conversion. That the hard conversion that you need in a, that you need to be tracking in um, uh, an e-commerce campaign is just a purchase. So soft conversions, um, these are actions that the website visitor carries out that that indicate that they are engaging with the content on the website and they're interested in the the product or service that are being advertised. So these are, yeah, secondary or soft conversions. So this might be visiting certain pages on the website, um, spending a certain amount of time on the website, carrying out a certain action on the website, but that action isn't one that leads to you getting their details or or, or them actually making a purchase. So soft conversions can provide some useful and some interesting data on the user behavior on the site and um, and but you know and and some other things that can indicate what's going on on the site. But when you're paying for every click, you want uh, to be able to calculate your return on ad spend, your return on investment. So you should be just tracking or primarily tracking hard conversions, lead generated, 
or sales made. So now we've looked at, um, at what conversions um, you should be tracking. Um, we can now look at how to set up conversion tracking. And this is where things do start to get technical. Um, there are several different methods, but first you want to go into your Google Ads account um, and you want to click on um, tools and settings in the gray bar at the top. And under measurement, um, you'll see uh, conversions. Um, and if you click on this, you'll be taken to your conversion summary page. So this is the, the page that you want to have a look at to see what you are tracking as conversions and where you can add new actions as conversions. So depending on how whether you've got a new account or, or one that's been um, around for a while, you'll see you'll probably see some conversion actions in here that have already been set up. And they're split into categories. So those categories are things like submit lead forms and uh, phone calls and that kind of thing. Now, the reason that you might have multiple conversion actions in each category is um, that you might have different forms on your website um, and you want to track them individually as different conversions. So they would all fall, fall under the um, submit lead form category, but there'd be individual different conversion actions. Um, so to create a new conversion action um, that you want to track, um, you need to click on um, you need to click on new conversion action. Um, and if you do this, you're going to be taken to a um, a page where you've got some uh, you've got some options and you can choose what type of um, uh, conversion you want to track. Um, now, there are different you can here you can import well, we'll walk through these a little bit so um if you start from the right hand side here you can import conversion um uh, action so if you for example um have conversions already set up in google analytics and um, maybe google analytics is something you're comfortable with you're used to you you know what you're doing there and you've got some conversion actions set up there that's great you can import those um into um into into google ads and, and track those as conversions um otherwise um your choices are um an app so if you're going to be doing um uh, campaigns which are um promoting your app that's where you would start there but the majority of people um are going to be uh wanting to track phone calls so obviously you would click phone calls and or and or actions on your website basically so if we start off with clicking on um actions on your website um, the first step here is that it asks you to put in your um, website address. Um, and when you do this, um, it will then scan your um, uh, your website to see if you have go um, the Google tag installed. If you do have the Google tag installed, um, that's fine. It'll give you some options that you can make there. If you haven't, um, it'll give you the, um, the code to add it to the site. Um, now, the section where it gives you some options um, to that are sort of um, uh, simple ways of adding um, conversion tracking. It, 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 this uh, section is really quite limited. Um, and they make out that they, these conversion this, these conversions are easy to, to set up. The tracking, sorry, is easy to set up. But um, to, in my experience is that getting conversion tracking to work is never that simple. Um, if we take form submissions, for example, using conversion tracking with the G tag to track this looks simple. 
Um, you fill in the URL where you want to track the form submissions. So you fill in the page that where the where the form is um, uh, the, the form is on, and that's pretty much it. But this isn't going to work on all forms. If you have a form embedded into your page from a from a from a third party, say for example HubSpot, um, then these can't be HubSpot forms can't be tracked in this way. They're embedded into the page, uh, and they uh, and whatever action takes place on that form can't be tracked by you in this way. So. Um, the the only the only other thing you could do is is rather than having um, a thank you message within the embedded form, you could with something like HubSpot is you could say send people to a thank you page. So when they complete the form and they submit it, they get sent to a separate thank you URL. Now you can track that and you can do that with this um, using that kind of G tag um, uh, conversion tracking, um, but. Um, Google doesn't tell you that all of this and it makes it all seem that it's very simple and people often get very frustrated by this because it doesn't actually it's not that simple um, and they get very frustrated when their conversion tracking doesn't work. So my um, advice would be to um, to spend some time. Um, and uh, learning how to use Google Tag Manager. So I find this is by far the best method of setting up conversion tracking. Um, Google Tag Manager is a free platform from Google, um, and you can sign up for an account at uh, tagmanager.google.com. Um, and it does require a bit of technical knowledge, but it is worth learning how to use Tag Manager as it's extremely useful as you can, as you can set up all sorts of um, um, conversion tracking there. You've got many, many more types of conversion actions that you can add using Tag Manager compared to just using the simple GTAG um, um, options um, in Google Ads. So if you want to use um, uh, Google Tag Manager, you need to select um, create conversion actions manually using code, um, and uh, which is the, the, the sort of the section at the bottom. Um, uh, you then need to add some details such as the conversion name and what category it falls into. Um, and then the next section will be the conversion value. Um, so uh, now when you, uh, you decide which um, category that you want um, this conversion action to fall under, you, you've got options like, um, for example, um, um, submit lead form, book appointment, request a quote, this kind of thing. Um, once you, let, let's say, for example, you select sub, submit lead form, the next section you've got there is you have to need to choose um, the conversion action optimization options. Here you need to choose if this conversion is a primary or a secondary action. And this is really important as primary actions are, are key conversions that you want to track and what you that you want Google to optimize for when using automated bidding strategies. Whereas secondary actions are just conversions that you are monitoring for useful data. So basically, Primary actions are hard conversions. Secondary actions are soft conversions. But the important thing here is, is if and when you come to use automated bidding strategies, such as um, maximize conversions, 
um, Google will only use primary actions um, as um, as uh, it'll only use those as guides to what conversions you want to get more of. It won't use secondary actions and and try and optimize for more uh, to get more secondary actions. So primary actions is important to uh, to choose those if those are the uh, the things you want at some point Google to um, help you to um, get more of with a, with an automated bidding strategy. Um, you can choose the obviously the conversion name, um, and the next bit is the conversion value. Now, you have this section, um, and it starts to get more complicated here. The value is measured um, in a currency, um, and if the conversion you are adding is for a purchase for an e-commerce campaign, then you obviously need to select use a different value for each conversion because each purchase will have a different value. Um, and we'll come to how you give Google these values, different values later. Um, it, it's, it, that gets more complicated and that will be for another e-commerce conversion tracking episode. Um, if you're adding um, a lead generation conversion, however, um, this is where you have to make some decisions. So some businesses will have worked out and they will know the true value of a lead to them. They know that on average, each lead is worth X pounds, X dollars. Many, however, won't have done this. And so you could just give it a nominal value of one dollar, one pound, whatever, and, and just and just leave it at that. But something that you could consider though is whether different conversion actions have different values to you. So are phone calls, for example, worth more than emails? Because the lead is urgently looking for a solution to their problem, perhaps, or maybe a form submission is worth more somebody who has you know spent the time to to fill out a form and answer a certain number of questions and that kind of thing they maybe that indicates that they're more they're more um uh, that they're a better lead to you you will know in your business and it depends on what your offer is and it depends on lots of things but you will probably know that um that that form submissions for example you get you got a better conversion rate they're better quality leads than than phone calls um, and if you can decide on this, then you can add more weighting to the more valuable conversion. So all the more valuable conversion actions. So, for example, you know that really a, a, a lead form, uh, a lead, somebody, a, a, an inquiry that comes through a, a lead form, they're probably about four more times likely to convert than a, than a phone call. So you give that a value of four and you give the phone call a value of one, for example. Or it might be the other way around or it could be all sorts of things. But this that, that's uh, just an example there. Now, the benefit of this is that, again, when you come to a use an automated bidding strategy um, like Maximize Conversions, Google will know that you value certain conversion actions over others. And so it will, if you, you or sorry, if you, if you have a, a, the uh, automated bidding strategy of, as of maximized conversion value, it's obviously going to try and get more of the more valuable uh, conversions for you. Um, so in this case, a, a lead form is four times more likely to get you, a, it's four times more valuable. So it will really push to get those more than it will do the phone calls. Um, so yeah, just something to, something to consider there. Um, next section is conversion count. Um, uh, here you need to decide whether every conversion action is counted or if you just count one per user. For lead generation, I recommend selecting one as you only want to count one conversion for each lead generated, i.e. what can happen is that somebody comes to the website, they fill in a form, 
it's submitted and then they see the phone number and think oh, actually I'm going to give them a call and they 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 call them as well now that's that's only one lead generated even though they've come to you in two different ways so you only want to count that as one you don't want to be counting that as two um for e-commerce however um, i would recommend selecting every because as it says there every purchase is valuable so if somebody makes two purchases in the you know within the same on the same day they're, they're both conversions they're both purchases they're both um equally valuable so um next section so this section really is um all about conversion windows and attribution now i would recommend leaving this section as it is most of the time um I think that the conversion window options and the attribution models here are something we'll need to go into in more detail in another episode. Um, but really, to put it simply, lots of conversions aren't going to be well with the attribution. Lots of the lots of conversions aren't linear. Someone doesn't just click on the ad, come to the website, and convert always. Sometimes um, they will have a more convoluted path to conversion so they might come to the website from an ad and then leave and then come back from a organic listing uh, or a social media post and that might be some time later they might come back days later or, or even even longer than that um, it depends it depends on what your product or your service is whether it's uh, more of an impulse buy or contact or something that people need urgently a service that people need urgently or it's an impulsive purchase a, um, a relatively low value purchase or if it's a more considered purchase something which is higher value where people are coming back to the going you know doing their research on lots of different websites coming back and coming back again and again and again um finding out who the best person to make this purchase from or if it's a you know it's an important service that they are um that they're wanting to have done um they might spend a long time doing their their uh, their research and coming backwards and forwards to the website and so this basically um accounts for that um and you can have settings here where you can adjust to account for these variations so a click through oh, sorry a um uh Yes, well, we'll go into it in another in another day. It gets, starts to get a bit more more um, uh, complicated. Um, with the attribution models, um, Google is is highly recommending data driven um, uh, nowadays, um, and uh, and so I would generally just just stick with that um, uh, because it's uh, yes, it's it, it gives it, it gives you the best um, data that is available out there at the moment. So once you've uh, filled in all the uh, details there, you um, you click done and uh, you will then be taken to a page where you can get all the settings that you need now for Google Tag Manager. So these are the um, uh, the, the tags that you well, sorry, the, the, the settings that you need to link your Google Ads account to your Google Tag Manager account. So Google Tag Manager. Um, if you go to Google, uh, sorry, tagmanager.google.com, um, you can set up a new account there. Uh, you might already have an account set up. Um, the way that it's um, uh, that a, the tag manager works is that you have a workspace, um, and then within that workspace, you have tags. Now, these tags are basically small snippets of code that um, you can um, insert into your website. So. Tag Manager, when you set up Tag Manager, you're given a couple of um, snippets of code that you need to put onto every page, into the header and, um, and into the beginning of the body text of the, of the, of the page. 
and that installs Tag Manager onto your site. And that means that rather than having, every time you want to put a new snippet of code onto your site, instead of having to go to the site and, and put it in there, you can just put it all into Tag Manager and you can adjust everything in Tag Manager. So it's really, really useful, really, really um, uh, helpful piece of kit. So what kind of conversions can you um, track on Google Tag Manager? Well, you know, there's a lot. Um, some of the things which are, um, are are very straightforward to track um, would be things like people clicking on the phone number on your website, clicking on the, the email address on your website. Um, and more complicated things would be um, uh, tracking uh, offline calls from your website. I'm going to talk about a couple of these things. So um, if we say um, people clicking on the email address on your website and how and you want to track that as a conversion in Google Ads. So you would set up the um, the conversion in uh, in Google Ads um, uh, as a website conversion, and then you would get your um, your all the, the settings that you need for, for Tag Manager. You would come to Tag Manager and you would um, and you'd click on tags and go to a new tag. Um, and here uh, you would be wanting to uh, uh, select a Google Ads conversion tracking as the tag type. Um, and once you've done that, then you can put the settings in from Google Ads into here, the conversion ID and the, the conversion ID and the conversion label. So that's telling Google Ads that this conversion that you're setting up in Google Tag Manager is, is, is this one that you've set up already in, in, uh, in Google Ads. Now you need to uh, work out when this tag is fired or triggered. What triggers this, this, um, this tag? So uh, you uh, go to the, uh, the trigger types. Um, and um, for this, we're talking about people who have clicked on the email address on the website, whether that's on mobile or on desktop. Um, and so I would say go to click and then all elements. I think you can go click and just clicks, um, but I generally go click and all elements. Um, and then here you've got an option to, um, it says the trigger, this trigger fires on all clicks or some clicks. Obviously you just want to click on one or some clicks. Um, and here you've got the variables. Now, if you ha haven't got many variables coming up, you can choose built-in variables uh, and you want to cl uh, find click URL. So this is the, the link that somebody is clicking on the website. Um, in the next box, you click contains. And then in the next one, this is, um, this is a URL that it's looking for. So every time somebody clicks on a URL, on the website that contains this little snippet, then it's going to fire. And all email addresses to make them clickable um, on a website in a, in the HTML, it will always say mail to colon and then the email address. And that turns the text on the page um, into something clickable, well, into an email address that's clickable. So, um, so basically in there, you just put mail to, M-A-I-L-T-O, and then the colon, and then that's it. So any links that contain mail to, and the only links which do contain mail to are email links. Whenever one of those, any one of those is clicked on, that will fire this, this trigger. Um, so you then save it, um, and and then your um, uh, uh, your tag is in your is is in your um, workspace there. Now this isn't then um, hasn't then been put out onto your pushed out onto your website yet. So you can get your get your tags set up first before you make them live on your website. 
The way that the next one I'm going to talk about works is exactly the same. So this one is somebody who clicks on the phone number on your website. Now on mobile, this will be particularly important. Somebody comes to your website on a mobile um, and they from an ad and they um, and they click on the clickable phone number on there. Um, you want to be able to track that. Um, the way you would do this is exactly the same as the previous um, uh, previous tag. But instead of the URL containing mail to colon, you just want to put in there tell colon, T-E-L colon, because every telephone link on a website has that in front of it. Um, so, um, and if you've got multiple uh, phone numbers on your website, you can put, obviously you could put the actual phone number in if you wanted. So that's another thing that you can put on. These are kind of simple, simple conversion actions that you could you could add. Um, and I'd recommend doing so because they are conversions. The one thing that you cannot do with this is that somebody could click on the um, on the mail on the uh, email address and then not send the email or somebody could click on the phone number um and they they then might hang up or they might be engaged or they might not go through or whatever and so you, you know they aren't they're not those in those circumstances they wouldn't actually turn out to be a lead in you know that you receive but it's worth um it's worth it's worth tracking um something else which would be um uh, might be of interest and this is something which has been well, google started doing this a while ago now but only in the last couple of years is this is um tracking offline phone calls so for certain businesses not all but some um and certain websites you might get quite a lot of conversions where somebody clicks on the ad comes to the website and then picks up a phone and dials the number on the website. Now, I find in my um, experience, this is quite often um, B2B um, uh, type websites where this happens more. So somebody um, is looking for a business to business service or product and they're sitting at their desktop at their desk, looking uh, browsing on their desktop in their office um, and they come to the website they see the number and they're on a desktop. And so obviously, rather than clicking on it, they pick up their mobile or pick up their, their landline phone and they dial the number into the into the phone. Now, in the past, because it's offline, because it's not a click on the website, um, this wasn't possible to track these kind of conversions. And granted, this is not relevant to some businesses but uh but for yes often it's b2b business where this where you get quite a lot of these um but um but now you can track them the way it works is that google by setting up a tag on um uh on tag manager google will and when somebody comes to the website from an ad Google will subtly change the phone number on your website. So it'll keep the area code, but it'll change the subsequent digits um, slightly to a Google forwarding number. So basically, they'll somebody comes along, they dial that number, and they will then be routed through Google to your standard number where your phone call will go on as per normal. And because it's being routed through Google, Google knows that that person has clicked on this, that ad, and so it can be tracked as a conversion. Um, it is, once you know how to do it, it's relatively straightforward to 
to do um, the way that you would do it on, you need to start on in Google Ads and you'd have a new conversion action action and this would be you'd click on a phone call here um, so not website not app not import you click on phone call now the uh, the, the, then you've got a couple of options um, and the you want to choose the middle one, which is calls to a phone number on your website and continue. Now in here, you're going to be putting in the the number, the phone number that you want the call to go to, the destination number, your your phone number and the number you want to be um, uh, to be displayed uh, that people, sorry, people currently see on your website. They're both the same number in most circumstances, but you put both of those in there. Um, underneath there, there's a, there's an interesting section there which says call length, and this is important as well. Um, it's it's defaulted to sixty seconds, and I'd recommend keeping it at that. And basically, this um, is how long somebody needs to stay on the line before Google will track this as a conversion. So if somebody calls up and they call up and they say, oh sorry, wrong number, and they put the phone number, they've put the phone down within 15 seconds, that will not be tracked as a conversion. Um, if somebody um is on the phone, you know, picks up the phone and they engage with the person on the other end for 60 seconds or more, then it is tracked as a conversion. Now you can change this, you can change that to a longer or, or, or a shorter period of time, whatever you want. Um, but it's just worth uh, worth knowing about that. Now, once you've filled in all your details on this um, this page, um, you will uh, create and continue, and then you will get the details that you need to add to Google Tag Manager. You go to Google Tag Manager and you create a new tag, um, and this tag that you're looking for here, you have to scroll down to find it, it is called Google Ads Calls from Website Conversion. Um, you click on that, that's your tag type, and then here you fill in your the details from Google Ads. Um, so the conversion ID, the conversion label, you put in the phone number that you want to be replaced. So the number which appears on your website. And then on the triggering on this, um, I would say you um, the trigger that you want to choose here um, is um, all pages. So you want this to fire on all pages um, because um, most pages will, will contain your phone number in, in the footer or in the header or something like that. You save that and um, and then, then that tag will be in your um, workspace there. Um, one thing just to mention, if you're um, setting up your conversion tracking for the first time in Google Tag Manager, if you haven't got um, uh, the Google Ads conversion linker tag set up already, um, then it, it will um, prompt you to do so. Just a couple of clicks and, it'll, and, it, and, it, and it sorts it out and that links your, your Google Ads and your and your and your tag manager um so um you've got we've gone through three different conversion actions there that we've added as tags into into tag manager there are multiple other ones that you can do as well um things like clicks on buttons on the website um uh form submissions um you can um that, that's a uh, you can do that on uh, through tag manager as well um and and then all sorts of other things for more complex websites uh, and for when conversion tracking might be a little bit tricky but we're going to stick with those ones to start off with now the next section i next thing i would recommend doing is clicking on preview at the top of tag manager and um, this will give uh, will go bring up a, another another page and it will it will um, you need to put in your website and it will bring up a, uh, a a bring up your website and it'll bring up this tag assistant page. 
And here you can test your tags and make sure that they are firing. Um, so you, it'll show you which tags um, have loaded but haven't fired. And then you go to your website and say, click on your phone number or click on the email address and you go back to the tag assistant page and you can see that that has fired and you can check that they're working okay. Um, and once you're happy with that and you can see that they're working, come back to your workspace and, um, and submit and publish it. Um, and then your uh, your um, these ta these tags should be um, will be put onto your website, um, and we've already linked those to um, Google Ads, and so they will start appearing um, as conversion actions um, in your in your summary page in your conversion action summary page. So that is a brief overview um, of conversion tracking in Google Ads. Um, I hope I've got across some of the sort of main sort of concepts and some of the ways that you can set up conversion tracking. There's a huge amount more that um, we could talk about. And there's a lot that can get into a lot more detail here. But that gives you an idea of what you should be tracking as conversions and how to go about um, setting it up. Unfortunately, it's not that straightforward often um, and it will require getting to grips with Google Tag Manager a bit. Um, that's if you want to do it yourself. Um, you can, however, get other people to do it for you. Um, obviously, as part of my service, I set up um, conversion tracking. It's one of the most important things that I said at the beginning, one of the most important things that I do at the very, very beginning. Um, but um, you, there'll be other people who can, who, can, who can get it set up for you if that's just one service that you want. Um, so uh, there will be websites out there that, um, where people will be offering to set up conversion tracking for you. Um, but worth knowing how to check it and make sure it's working. Um, so I would recommend first thing you want to be doing is get your conversion tracking set up and then you are going to be set up for success with your with your campaigns. Um, if you set up your campaigns and you haven't got conversion tracking set up, you're set up for failure because you just don't know whether, whether they are actually working or not. Um, so I'd recommend doing that first of all. So... That's it for conversion tracking for this week. Um, I'm sure I'll be doing um, uh, more episodes in the future on this subject because there's so much more to cover. Um, there's so many more kinds of conversion actions that you can cover, but that gives you a, 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 good, a good overview. Hopefully you found it useful. If you have any questions, please get in touch. Um, the, my email address is joe at profitable.digital um, or you can go to the website profitable.digital. Um, I really appreciate you listening to this. And I hope you found it useful. Um, I, if you would like to review the show, um, that would be fantastic. And if you um, have, I would like to subscribe, that would be fantastic too. Um, but that is, that's it for this week. Um, I'll be covering a new topic next week. So yes, subscribe and um, uh, you'll be able to hear um, uh, more useful, interesting, helpful tips and tricks for Google Ads in the coming weeks. Okay, thank you very much.